Christmas, ladies. Merry Christmas, lawyer. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm so stuffed today. I feel more more like a turkey. <laughs> I feel God. more like the you know the Thanksgiving turkey because last night we had so much to eat that now I'm sitting here comfortably perched on my sofa with my pants unbuttoned. So how nice. <laughs> God, I missed you. I really missed you. This is the best how are you doing answer I've heard since I spoke to you last time, actually. Which is actually 15 seconds ago. So <laughs> you we didn't me. speak 15 seconds ago. We have a constant WhatsApp dialogue ongoing. But mm. honestly, the few times that we actually get to sit down and have a chat is when we manage to do these recordings. Or when I call you late at night to rant about something over a FaceTime video. Oh, yes. Or when I come to your hotel at 1 a.m. to have tea. So uh, that was nice. Yeah, that, that was, was really different. nice. Yeah, no, I know. Because then we're in the same then we're in the same country. So it's very different. And speaking about that, I am now mm. in a new country. I'm in a new setting. I'm not so sure uh, how the echo is going to sound on, on this recording. So I've made are, are you own... with Father Christmas? No, because... <laughs> 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 more or less I suppose I'm in minus seven degrees and beautiful snow landscape I am in please Stockholm. make sure that Fifi is warm and safe I am uh, some of my listeners will be or some of my followers actually that will now be our common listeners will be very happy that this topic came up very early yes uh, I w- <laughs> there is no Christmas without Fifi I'm sorry this is there the is no topic nothing. exactly nothing there without is Fifi nothing without Fifi so I am uh, in Stockholm where I got uh, the day before Christmas Eve and I I have been told that in order to record these podcasts you should most people actually apparently sit in their closet because the more cloth you have around you the better there the is sound. no space where am I supposed to sit well, that's for one. And then the other, I, I, I don't know. And so now I'm sort of brought a few blankets and sat down in my sofa. And I'm hoping so you're basically sort of... sitting under the blankets, hiding like there is a pop- <laughs> apocalypse outside. Nice. A little bit like that. And then on top of it, this is the horror. So when I come here, I have a thermometer uh, in my lounge and it shows 18 degrees and it's absolutely terrible. So by the time, you know, uh, the temperature rises to 21, 22, which it only does, when I put the radiator on and, you know, when I make coffee and put the oven on and just use the place of it, it's really just literally freezing. So I was sitting with my jacket on for a while this morning. Now I took it off because I felt that was odd. Do you, so. by any chance, live in a tent? Because that's the only reason why you should be sitting in your jacket. Yeah, it's true. Look, it's it's technical, but I don't have somebody living underneath me. And uh, we live on two stories and you need some sort of body uh, no, you need someone heat. you need a human body underneath you I get you I get you I mean who doesn't don't we all don't we all sorry that was just me sipping coffee so it's every time I'm here over winter it's always the same story so I'm always ranting saying you know I don't care what you do but you need the heat to come up to my place and they're always like but everybody is you so know, you just go around degrees. ranting like why there isn't anyone beneath me <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I'm like, look, my friends, you need to put the juice up so it reaches my place. It's just the way it is. I don't care how you do it as long as you actually do it. But with seven minus outside and, you know, beautiful snowy winter landscape, you, they also can only do that much. So I, I don't know if my solution is to get some more curtains and there's already a carpet, but I don't know. And it's also like I'm already, um, I don't, 
I don't want to spend so much time uh, buying furniture for a place where I don't come to that often. I've had some questions. Some of my followers on Instagram are asking me if I've moved to Stockholm. But as a matter of fact, I moved from Stockholm over five years ago. Yeah, and... because people, you know, she used to live with uh, Santa Claus. I mean, Father Noel was her first neighbor and beneath her. And now so... I married him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so he's permanently underneath you. Okay, I get it. I get oh, wow. it. I love the mood. I love your Christmas mood. So... Yeah, my Christmas mood is kinky because I woke up, lit a candle. I lit a Dior candle just for you. It's a Virgo candle. I mean, wow. the ambience here. And I had a tree because yesterday I woke up and it's the 24th and I'm the only person in Milan without a Christmas tree. So I wake up and I say, husband, husband, let's go get a tree. And he's like, seriously, woman, on the 24th, you want to get a tree? So we went out, we got a tree, and I got it half off, and I'm very proud of it. <laughs> Chopped off, half off, or half the price off? Half the, half the price off, and I was like, okay, now I'm just going to get a tree, finally, and it's half off. And Nico yeah. said to me, oh, you sound so, so Jewish. I'm like, don't be, don't be nasty, don't be nasty. I have a lot of Jewish friends. Please don't say that. <laughs> it's super carpet dealing. I'm proud of you. This is exactly yes. what I would have done. I would have yes. said, look, you're the, I'm the only buyer left in this city. So either you take it from me at the price I'm but giving no, you. But no, there, there is an episode. I need to tell you about it. I was buying a tree that had lights on already. And oh. it was half of two, but underneath me, it was sold und from underneath me, basically. A woman came up and she said, I want it. That's it. Bye. And I had to get a tree that was, you know, without the lights and I had to get everything. And then I went to the Chinese store because, of course, everywhere else it was all sold out. So I went to the Chinese and for less than 50 euros, I got all the trees, all the decorations, all the things I ever wanted. So, oh, wait, a, wait a minute. Who buys a Christmas tree with the decorations on it? That's got to be just insane. Yeah, lazy people. So they just wanted delivered with everything. on it. But no, it, it only had the lights. Not the decorations. Can yeah. I just say that for a long time we wanted you to change your Instagram handle to Lazy Violante instead of Lady Violante? Please Can don't be don't be <laughs> making an unholy union with Nico instead of me. The only unholy union you are allowed to have is with me. Thank you. So I don't have a Christmas tree. I couldn't be bothered. I'm not going to come here, land. So like you are in minutes. Stockholm without a Christmas tree. But I, I usually, I'm not a Christmas tree kind of a person. I'm, I'm a mini plastic tree that's sort of uh, dressed. And then we don't dress it and undress it. We just put a plastic bag over it. This is in my family <laughs> home, right? That's so classy. We used, to have, we used to have big trees and then we sort of gave it up because nobody's interested and there were no longer small children in the family. So we have this tiny little one that I dressed, I don't know how many years ago, and it looks exactly the same. And that's at my uh, childhood uh, house. And here last year, or I can't even remember if I celebrated here yet last year, but I must have. Then I went out on the Christmas Day and I bought, um, a, you know, a pot, like a hyacinth type of a flower pot with a Christmas tree tree in it, tiny. And that was already decorated. So I brought it here because we had guests and some of the guests were complaining that I didn't have a tree. And I said, the hell wait a minute, wait know? a minute, hold it, hold it. You have guests that complain that you don't have yeah. a tree? Yes. But what they, kind of people you deal with? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. It's the evil Christmas elf. It, it wasn't a complaint. It was a wish. Like, are we not going to have a tree for Christmas? And I was like, yeah, sure, we will. Sure. I why went... don't you just bring one? <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been one alternative. But I just went and bought this little plant that was already decorated and it was super cute. And then I piled up the Christmas gifts and then I put the plant at the top of it and it looked absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but tell me, what? why did you have this sudden urge to buy a tree is it would it have been the first year without otherwise or what no I think we it's just that I it was the first time in 17 years that I was home for Christmas exactly yeah exactly that's it. that was a bit odd yeah yeah that's odd because normally people would see me you know going anywhere going to Tunisia going to to Spain going to craziest places and doing anything but this year I just felt I didn't want to move from my house so it was the first time that I actually found myself in the exotic, in the most exotic space of all, my own home. So I was like, wow, we don't even have a tree. Let's go get a tree. But on Christmas itself, that was hilarious because I wanted, you know, to have something, to have a nice Christmas with a tree, with my family here and with, with candles, with good food. And while we're at it, it seems to me that these days I'm, in, in, in cooking shifts when I'm not mm. cooking I'm washing so it's it's you know it's, it's exhausting next year I'll just travel sorry yeah yeah I feel exactly the same you're like hosting people all you're doing is housework at the other at the other on the other hand it's just very very nice to be at home no that's just yes, the exhausting yes. feeling of celebrating Christmas in the not only can you imagine not having to and agonize over what am I going to bring to the trip which shoes which clothes I don't have my things I wake up in a foreign country and I think oh I should have brought this and that I mean I know none of that counts actually but still you know you want to be nice for yourself for others for Instagram why not and then I realize, you know, my whole closet is here and I'm just going to wear red for Christmas and I'm just going to be like a little 50s postcard, which actually I was. But yes, the tree was absolutely must have. And I had it 50. I mean, did I mention that? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about I mean, packing, I, hmm. I had to carry uh, my husband's clothes to Stockholm with me because he was flying in from a different destination and oh, I wait a minute. Up... He makes you carry his bags? Bad fashion lawyer husband. So uh, not only that, I had to pack them. I mean, the carrying part is the easy one, right? But I had to pack for him. So I... Oh, that's that's why he married you. Smart move, mister. Uh, exactly. Smart move. And half price off also. It was very good. So <laughs> so I, I literally, I brought four. Is he four, a carpet dealer? Four luggages. That's just <laughs> massive. So his luggage, everything, you know, takes space also because it's winter clothing. And then I bring my own stuff and I'm always thinking that I'm going to look nice and fancy because I'm here on some kind of semi-holiday, even though I have to work a bit between Christmas and New Year and do other things. And it's exactly like you say, but for me, it's the opposite. So I actually had to bring a lot of stuff here. But then in Luxembourg, you don't get to use your winter stuff so much because it's almost slightly too mild to you know where the big knits I remember I remember yeah. well here it, it actually works but I, I want to ask you about something uh, related but uh, mm. but rather different the 1940s uh, postcard in the red dress what is that beauty <clears throat> can we edit this I feel I'm, like I'm coming down with something my whole family is actually sick so <laughs> nice nice Christmas for me yes the, the dress I mean 
I didn't even have in mind any kind of retro image when I shot that picture because it was me just putting the last touches on the, on the tree. With that but hair? It... Are you kidding me? You had like a hairdo straight out of Mad Men. What do you mean? No, no, no. I just had my Dyson blowout. Ah. That, that's about it. That's about it. I just washed my hair. Now, I was actually cooking the whole day. So by the time I had to prepare, it was very late. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to wash my hair and put on some makeup, minimal, that's about it, and put the nice dress and then let's have dinner. So that's what I did. But uh, a follower actually sent me a picture um, in private message of Jane Mansfield, who is actually in red dress uh, next to a tree in the very same pose. And I was like, wow. It, this is really embedded in me so deep that I it's even unconsciously so mm. so I just you know I, I have a certain kind of aesthetic and I follow it all my life and I, I keep saying I was born in the wrong decade mm. I was supposed to be there in the 50s so this dress to me is everything I ever wanted and more and it's by Christian Dior and it, it's a really a work of art and uh, it was um, made by them, especially for me, because it had to be modified. So it's it's pretty, 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 and I love it. So perfect for Christmas and perfect even for New Year's Eve, because if I'm going to stay in Milan, which is the next thing I, I think, uh, I'm just going to wear it all over again. Uh, to it the is face brand of those new, who say, right? Yes, it's brand new. Actually, it, it was the first or the second wear I had out of it. Mm, it's so beautiful that that also that uh, trademark Dior red. Yes, uh, yes, the deep red and the cut. It's actually um, an original Christian Dior design yeah. uh, from his era, and that's something I'm very proud of because I like my you know you you know that I like my closet to be some kind of a huge collection. So I just pick the pieces that I know that are going to stick. And I put the Dior bug into you. Yeah. And that I'm really proud of. But can we just go back a little bit? Um, it's mm. got to be so easy for you to know your style so um, solidly in a way that your compass when you're picking items is, is so loud that it just enables you to really instantly or instinctively know what you want to wear and how you want to wear it. Isn't that like... Doesn't that make your life rather easy in terms of shopping? No, actually, it makes it really hard. And Why? Because, Why? <laughs> because it's so easy to slide into familiar things. I could mm. wear these types of dresses and skirts and whatever my whole life, and I would be perfectly happy doing so. But it isn't possible. When I, For example, when I dyed my hair, people said, but that isn't you. Mm. And I said, yes, that is me, actually. And this is going to be me more and more. So you will see me more in different combinations because, you know, you cannot be uh, into fashion and stay the same. You must evolve mm. with time. So if you look at my pictures from three years ago, you will see a different person who was um, much more into color blocking and I was mm. more into wild combinations. Now I just want something clean. I just want less mm. to be more. I don't know. I don't even know how to put it in words. But I will recognize the thing instantly and I will match it and that's going to be it. If I'm not feeling it, you will see it in the picture. You will actually see me being uncomfortable in something. In the picture. Okay, but here's a challenge. So for those of uh, those people who are interested in scrolling back through your uh, gallery to see how Poor you're you Poor you. Don't you have anything better to do? Shut up. 
those who want to see your change <laughs> and the uh, your evolve evolvement evolving over time here here's what i encourage if you manage to scroll back to you know a year ago or a couple of years ago leave a comment on the last post that you actually look at and say you know i made it up to here and then we will see how many of you were courageous enough to go very far back oh my god that's that's like someone walking on your grave that's i heard somebody say like there should be this automatic automatic warning on instagram when you're liking a picture which is over 52 mm. weeks old you should get an automatic pop up saying are you sure you want to appear to be the stalker you are by liking <laughs> a 52 week old picture and maybe that's a good idea but i like this i love people who actually take the time to scroll through my gallery, double tap, and then, you know, just own the fact that they've gone all the way back. And I always comment. But don't they... you just, don't you just cringe no. when people unearth some of your oldest no. pictures? You know, I, I sometimes no. I do because I was like, what was I thinking? No, no usually, look, I'm blessed with the most uh, fantastic followers. And usually they just write very sweet stuff. So even if you yourself, uh, if you're saying, what was I thinking? But usually... They left some love for you saying, you know, I love this look or whatever. But for me, it's also a bit of a style diary and not, I mean, I don't always get to dress 100% like I want. I also have to dress according to occasions a lot of the time. And my early gallery was when I was uh, with a big international law firm in Stockholm. That's where I started. So a lot of these pictures come from my um, very um, formal or I don't know, not necessarily, actually it turned even more formal when I uh, moved to Luxembourg. But there was a formal business attire setting. And uh, I also was in a different income bracket, just to be very honest. So so the money that I would spend on my uh, clothing and equally what, what was then at the time, you know, six years back, appropriate to wear in an office environment in Stockholm, was very different from what I perceive it to be today. Very true. Very and back true. then I was also in a more junior position than I am today. And, and you know, just practical things. Chanel didn't exist in Stockholm, even if I would have had the budget to buy a Chanel jacket. It wasn't so easy to do it in the city uh, that I lived in. So for many reasons, you wouldn't see me in the same attire. And I look at them and I say, this is representative of the life that I lived back then including true, the style and the fashion and the season and everything else. I don't cringe. You just look at it and say, you know, wow, wow. I, I don't know. Okay, is this me? No. And then usually I tend to say, oh, I look so, uh, so fit. Youthful. <laughs> so fit. <laughs> and you remember back then I was cutting my head off. So uh, I didn't have to bother. So it was so much easier just to snap a picture when my face didn't have to look straight or normal or made up <laughs> or anything else. But I, I don't. Yeah, you know that people used to describe you to me like your friend without without head. Yes, you should have told them I'm an ogre. That's what I usually would respond when people say, "Why can't she's actually she's that? actually a man?" Sorry, she's she a man. Her head. <laughs> and thank you for having introduced me to Dior. Um, we I we actually went to Paris in uh, November, I think 2017. Was it November or was it September? Yes, maybe. yes, it was I November. think. So. Remember, because we went to see the um, the expo, the Dior expo. You right. remember that? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we went to the um, to the art. What is it called? Actually, uh, Musée des Arts Contemporains. I think. I think uh, so. Next to the to, next to the huge queue. <laughs> next to the huge queue, just in front of the Louvre. I think it's on Rue Rivoli. 
and you had uh, obtained tickets from for the expo from your Dior shop in Milan. Yes, right? exactly. Yes. So you invited me there and we scheduled the weekend in Paris and I flew straight in from Senegal and you came from Milan and we had breakfast that morning at the hotel. And then we, you wore this beautiful, beautiful yellow Dior dress. Also, I think it was among the first archive haute couture yes. pieces. Yes, it, yes, it was. It, it, was the, it was a haute couture dress that actually made it to Pret-a-Porter. Exactly. And, I, and everyone still, remem- still remembers my screaming, literally screaming, when I saw that dress in the shop. It was a surprise for me. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and I remember I had seen it on Kristen Dunst through my window exactly. when I was in Cannes the same year or maybe the year before. I can't recall. It must have been the year before. The, the year before, yes. Exactly. So when she came to the, what is it called? The film festival in Cannes. So I was yeah, staying at the to the hotel. Crozet, yeah. Exactly. I was staying at the hotel where she was staying at. So I was just uh, eyeing her out when she walked out of her car. Uh, somebody opened her car door and she walked through the the uh, the hotel door I was staying at the Hyatt the Martinez and then there were three bodyguards walking her dress behind her and I remember <laughs> saying to my husband like wow this is really odd and by then I didn't know that it was this Dior piece and I'm not even sure if it was the authentic piece that she was wearing or if it was a prêt-à-porter piece that they actually made for her new I don't know no 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 it was an haute couture but made for on her measurement oh, wow. so it was basically made for her Yeah. So, I mean, a combination of these things, including the beautiful, beautiful expo in Paris, with, which I learned now is moving to London and opening in February, maybe. Mm. So we should go back and see yeah, it. Let's schedule a weekend in London. Hi, London. We should see it. It was uh, a beautiful selection of I don't know how many gowns uh, by all the different creators of Dior, including uh, Princess Margaret's uh, wedding dress, I think, was it? Or was it maybe a ball gown? I'm not sure anymore. I think a ball gown, not the wedding dress, but the ball gown, because I don't remember seeing anything of wedding sort. No, it's true. It was probably a ball gown. And and at the end of the exhibition, there were all these pieces um, from the... Oh, 40s. the glittery ones, yes. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. No, just exactly by the door. Remember all these uh, 1960s, you know, two-piece red... Uh, dresses and then the black uh, funeral attire that we were laughing at. Do you remember this? Just at the well, did you just say we were, we were laughing at the funeral attire? It was, it was some, horrifying. It was some black attire that just looked like an old widow type of a thing. But what I went, meant to say <laughs> is that the dress that you're now wearing for this Christmas picture next to the tree reminds me of a couple of those pieces from the archive that, that were at the end of the exhibition. Do you remember this? Yes, 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 yes. I remember. I remember that. That's what actually drew me to the dress. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh my God, this is mine. This is for me." Actually, this was. This is what actually dreams are made of for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. because when I was little, my mom used to, you know, have all these uh, Dior pieces from from eighties, wow. and and yeah, she and she used to dress really, really lo- nice for the eighties. I mean, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the 80s anyway so she used to have this Dior perfume and I remember <laughs> once when she was at work I spilled it <laughs> and I just you know said what me me didn't spill anything and the whole flat was you know drenched in Dior so Dior is, is a myth for me since I was a child so to have something like this that, which was designed by Christian to me that was the ultimate mm. the ultimate luxury and the ultimate dream fashion dream 
So Dior will always be my to go to brand whenever I need something spectacular. So I'm I'm so happy that you got the bug. I mean, your I bank account won't be so happy, but okay. I did get the bug. I think bank account wise, I think that um, in relation to other luxury houses, Dior is really value for money for many reasons. And one is really because if you do tend to gravitate towards these uh, archive pieces that they now do into pet porter you get so much more than just a dress. You get something which uh, was produced by some of the old creators. It is super uh, timeless. It is extremely elegant. Uh, it isn't particularly contemporary, but that doesn't matter because it isn't what you're looking for. So I think that in terms of you know money spent, I'm very, very happy about the few pieces that I got. Also dresses, just like you. I have one of them in this Dior Signature Red and two of them uh, in a beautiful, beautiful cream white color. And to me, they're my most mind-blowing pieces and I try to wear them as often as I can which isn't not often, often enough <laughs> it's exactly that huh but mm, I, yeah, yeah yeah i love seeing them on you actually those were my favorite pieces uh, that you got in the last year really? thank you mine too and i and i'm so partial i know i know <laughs> i'm horrifying i agree with you i think they're wearable they're elegant i wore one of them uh, with long sleeves to uh, one of my meetings in Paris. I was opening the meeting first day and I said, no, I'm just going to go for it. I don't care. And the nice thing with them is that since they are not, uh, it's not something that you see everywhere. So it isn't so easy to recognize the brand unless you are a Dior lover or a fashion nerd, uh, at least not in the business that I'm in. Uh, so the people that would sit there wouldn't automatically think of a certain brand. So of course they would see that it's elegant and they will recognize that I mean they tell me like you look very nice so that I, I... that's the that's the reason we go to Dior because exactly. people recognize the timeless elegance of it and there is something just something more there and people will remember you in that dress and they will say she was very elegant she's an elegant woman that's it exactly and they wouldn't recognize a brand or there I mean there aren't any logo types all over it or anything else So it actually makes it wearable for me at work because in some situations I can't really show up in uh, clothes that are overly branded or overly recognizable. Yeah, that's something I wanted to ask you for the longest time. I mean, um, how do you feel about the logo mania that's all around? I, I see several brands that have brought up the logo mania again. And to me, I mean, it borders on tacky a little bit, but sometimes it's very, very much fun. I mean, you have someone like Louis Vuitton who has made an empire on logos, which is mm. almost a classic now. But then you have other brands who have introduced the logo everywhere. Mm. I just don't want my clothes to have any logos outside. I think, uh, look, I have many thoughts on them. I think for you, it makes sense because uh, the way I see Logomania is for sort of casual It's in a different culture. It's a music street style, street style culture type of a thing when you wear it on clothes. And I don't particularly see you in like high heel pumps and logo type Fendi trousers nope. and a Dior logo type T-shirt. So I understand that it isn't particularly for you. Mm. Uh, for me, I, I had to think about it myself the other day. So I'm wearing a logo type Dior bag, uh, as you know, this uh, tote. 
Yeah, 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 but but that's different. It see, so bag, let's talk about why it's different, right? Yeah, the, it's an accessory. That's why it's different, right? It, so it's I, an accessory. It's it's you know it's a splash. Okay, right. I can get the logo there, but on me, on or on you, would you? So that is exactly my point. So I was saying to myself, why can I wear this pretty large? I mean, it's pretty massive. It carries maybe twelve kilos if I carry some. And the person in it. inside it. I mean, every yeah. time I see you with it, it's like, is there your husband is in there? It is definitely huge, and it's all over the place. <laughs> and it's odd to be arguing to saying I wore a dress uh, that you couldn't, the brand of which you couldn't recognize just by looking at the dress, and then you come with the accessory bag, and you actually have the brand name written large all over it. It says Christian Dior, and then you have uh, the logo type on it. And you say, how are you reasoning? Are you out of your mind? I mean, you're you're all over it. But it's exactly as you say, it's an accessory. And I think that um, with time, I think women's bags are less and less frowned upon as an accessory that you wear. I think a lot of young ladies would save up a couple of first or three salaries to go and get themselves either secondhand pre-loved or that designer bag from Louis Vuitton or elsewhere that they really think is going to up up their working attire. Uh, and then you have other ladies that aren't so concerned with what they look like at work or that don't work or just enjoy. And uh, it is just easier to defend an investment in a bag because you say, I'm going to be using it over time. And it's a it it's a fun you know something functional so I will be wearing it and putting my stuff in it and when does the logo become something uh, more than that uh, sometimes I see people who display logos as if they were a social barrier so yeah. they're basically saying I'm better than you or they're saying I have yeah, the means just crazy. or I'm you know I, I belong to a certain gang and that's that's it. The feeling of being inside a circle just because you have some logos on you, to me, is mind blowing. Because yeah, those crazy. kind of people, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you don't belong to anything. You just, you know, have a branded thing on you, which yeah. is fun and and lovely and everything. But people think that you display it because you want to belong. But yeah. I never had that feeling. I think you don't either have the feeling of belonging to anything basically just because you have a bag no but that's that's what's going on now actually no that's just silly and stupid but for me personally when I do buy logo type stuff or or things where the brand is written all over it's usually um you know a t-shirt from Chanel or a t-shirt from Gucci or something similar and also to be quite honest the price tag of these is usually slightly on on the lower end out of everything else you can pick in the collection very true it, it's like a starter pack exactly and then you're you're there and you're looking at a I don't know you're looking at a Chanel jacket and you're looking at this t-shirt and you will say it's a fraction of the price of the jacket and I'm gonna just take it because I don't want to be the person that only buys the things on the expensive range of it and I'm gonna want to feel like I made a bargain for once and I know there is very little logic to it, but as a matter <laughs> yeah, there of is fact, no bargain at six hundred euros. There is no so. bargain, <laughs> but they on they are generally on the lower end of the scale. So I have a few of them. Uh, they're not like a logo print all over. I I don't have any of those, but I have the ones you know from the Chanel Gabrielle collection. Uh, what was that? That was the Bastille Gabrielle, right? When they were yes, doing, yeah, when they were doing just the like my Coco, uh, the Coco Cuba thing. exactly. Exactly. And I've, I've, I think a few of those in, in form of a T-shirt are quite fun. Um, I have a, a new scarf from Dior, which is also logotyped. 
And I don't mind it because I think it cuts off a bit to all the classic pieces that I have. But I, I think just generally people who uh, think that they are different or better than others because of the brands they wear, I think they can be flushed down the toilet generally. It's not people that I want to. No, seriously. Come on. You're not, nobody is better than anyone. I was else. wondering when the toilet was going to come up in our conversation. I was really wondering. I mean, it has been half an hour and no mention of the, of well, the there toilet. You yeah, there, there you go. go. There flushing. You go. Flushing all over. I'm I, all flushed on Christmas. Yay. Yeah. I, I mean, I wear, I buy River Island. I buy Zara. I buy H&M. I wear it all proudly um i think uh, having a sense of fashion uh has nothing to do with your wallet although having a big wallet helps helps uh, a but, lot yes, yes but it course. doesn't mean that you have good taste just because you can go into any shop and buy anything oh absolutely not uh, if, if nothing it guarantees that most of those people with big wallet wallets will have a little less taste because you know recently when i've been looking at people getting in buying you know in the shops and it's all about not having a taste I mean I'm sorry it's horrifying to see why don't you just think about what you're buying how does it combine it might have something to do with the fact that when you have endless means you just don't think anymore you just keep Mm. buying because it's fun to do Mm. but I don't think even if I was a billionaire I don't think that would be possible for me because or for you, because we know where we come from and we like our bargains. We are mm. deep down in our souls. Mm. We are car- carpet dealers. Mm. <laughs> so, ah, I love my yeah. bargains. Yes. I mean, did I mention that my tree was half <laughs> off? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think also at the end of the day, you have to make an estimate. So you're estimating cost, you're, you're estimating quality, you're estimating sort of fun factor. I do that too. Is this fun? Um, how much do I want to pay for for a uh, short time fun how how often am I going to wear this piece should I really uh, go and look at it uh, from a brand or is it better just to take it off the high street because and it's... and the most important question of all what will this bring to me will it bring something new yeah exactly. if it doesn't just leave it there no yeah. no I no I perfectly agree with you I definitely agree and then the, I think the last thing is of course fit so uh, people will ask me, how do you find things at H&M? Well, you know what? I bring three sizes of the same item into uh dressing really? room. And I'm ruthless. If it doesn't fit me, I just don't come near it. And nine out of 10 items, they are not fitted for my body. I'm not saying there's anything about the quality that they're sewn in, but it's just not for me. And then I get rid of them and I don't take them. And the few pieces that I take, they are just so well fitted that they're worth every penny. And of course, if you are able to accessorize them with nice shoes or a nice bag, then it lifts up the whole attire. But yeah, that... it's true what they say about the shoes and the bag. They will save any outfit. It will save any outfit. By the way, I'd love to know if other people than me were surprised to learn from the last podcast that uh, you're not a shoe person. And on that note, no, actually, I said I wasn't a bag person. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah. I wasn't listening. Sorry. You're you boring. bad woman. You are yeah. such a bad friend. I, I don't love you anymore. Sorry. You're boring me to death and probably all the others. No, just, that, that must be your, you. You're being covered with your blankets and everything. It must be the carbon monoxide. You know, you're just probably. suffocating. Under- <laughs> probably. Uh, I wanted to make the announcement that our first podcast is out and we've already had a handful we of had listeners. a baby we had a baby <laughs> it, it took nine months to squeeze this baby out you were absolutely impossible to get a hold of can I just uh, make that announcement officially 
Yes, yes, I know, I know, no. But you, you aren't kidding at all because last time we attempted this, you were in Africa and the connection was so bad that it looked like we were on different planets, not even on the same one. Horrifying, horrifying. But we have finally you know, managed to end. Yes, and that's why, because you're in Europe. I don't know why. It's not thanks to you. Let's just put it that way. But now we did it, and that's great. I'm Aren't very happy. Aren't you the modest one? I love your modesty. And and you were saying, let's not get too excited because not a lot of people have listened to it. And I said, <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to how to celebrate small achievements. Just the fact that we got our asses into doing it, that we're doing it for the second time, that we managed yes, to get mother. the podcast recorded. <laughs> it's available on Spotify. It's available on I mean, Apple can you podcast. imagine we Be are silent. on bloody I'm Spotify? Speaking. Be silent. <laughs> I'm making an announcement. We're on bloody Objection, Spotify. Objection, Your Honor. She's badgering me. We are on bloody Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Anchor. We are on loads of places. Um, if you don't already follow our podcast account, which is called Ladies Who Talk. Um, and a lot. They talk a lot. They talk a I lot. Mean, just remember you all, uh, you all asked for this because when we will bore you to death, you will just, you know, have to understand you ask for it. But also, Disclaimer. Yeah, and the, for those who asked for it, uh, you, I think you should just write to us and tell us what you want us to talk about. What co- topics do you want us to cover? Um, what do you want to Fifi is off the books, please. I mean, <laughs> no way we are going to talk about Fifi Sweat. Someone proposed that. Not happening. Sorry. <laughs> I have limits. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I'm going to try a new product for that. Maybe I'll come back with a product for you. There is a product for Fifi Sweat. Shh. Now you're ruining. <laughs> now you just ruined your own promise. I promise you will not be speaking about Fifi Sweat. And then you do. I'm sorry. Fifi is attractive. I have a question for you. How do you mm. how do you think in terms of New Year's Eve attire? I don't think. <laughs> you know what? Um, the funniest thing is I was never a New Year's Eve person because for the last I don't know how many years we've been traveling and mostly it has always been about getting somehow to midnight and then running for my life to my bed because I don't know if, if it has something to do with getting older or just me not being, you know, a party person or I just never found the right party to go to. Uh, I just want to go to bed and sleep and wake up very early in the next morning so we can use the day. Because when we, we travel, we normally you know, we, we ride our bikes and we go take pictures and whatever. So I mark the first day of the year. Uh, so I need to get up at 7 a.m. so I can go out and do everything I need to do because the days are short and the light is limited. So this year we are in Milan. I don't think I want to go to a party. So I think I would just wear whatever I want to wear inside my own house and do the dinner dressed in Valentino if I wish so. Um, and and I, I would just, you know, go into the new year as if I was at a party but I would just wear whatever the hell I feel like wearing. If it's a gown, if it's pajamas, <laughs> I don't care. I don't have pajamas, but I would say that for the sake of everyone else. Uh, so that's your know. advice. It doesn't sound helpful at all. Wear whatever the hell you want. Sounds super yes, unhelpful. because that's what my husband always says to me. Women have uh, the ability to wear whatever the heck they want to wear at any given occasion. That's not, that's not you know, something that men can do too. Because if a woman wears a gown to an evening thing, she's never overdressed unless it's a strict, you know, dress code. But 
she's always well accepted. If a man wears smoke, uh, smoking or he wears a black tie or tuxedo, whatever, it will be too much sometimes. So yes, if I'm going to stay home and I, and I enjoy for the first time in my, I don't know how many years, my own home, I will make it worth everyone's while looking at me. Wow. Even, yeah, I, I'll just go down. That I everyone will be everyone just should. my grand- grandparents and my husband. So, but anyway. <laughs> I was about to say, everyone should have that attitude for the biggest feast of the year. I mean, New Year's Eve, whether you're at home or whether you're out for a party or whether you're out, out at a restaurant or whatever, it is the night to sparkle if you want to. So if you feel like going all in, you should. Yeah. yeah. You, you just, you need to wear your own crown as, as if no one's watching or is, as if everyone is watching you. You just wear it for yourself. You just want to feel like you want to feel. A million in, in bucks. That, in that mo- yeah, a million bucks. Or if you want to wear pajamas, you don't feel like it. That's fine by me. Just mm. wear whatever makes you happy. If mm. it makes you smile, if yeah. it makes you comfortable, it's all good. So what about you? Where are you going? I'm expecting high-level glam from you this year. Why? Why are you doing I don't, that? I'm I don't know. tired. Um, we are invited uh, for a f- to a friend's place for dinner. Uh, I'm hoping it's going to happen. It's quite a drive out and it's kind of difficult to get back and forth. So we will see. But usually mm. um, for all, all the other years when we've been in Stockholm, um, we've had a few friends over for drinks before dinner. But then uh, we've been alone at the house with a beautiful bottle of champagne and a beautiful uh, dinner just for two. And I, I have worn uh, proper gowns just when there's been the two of us. I haven't just see? bothered. I wore them. Uh, and other years, I just uh, wear, you know, a nice black dress. I'm not a black person. And, and still for New Year's Eve, I actually don't mind wearing the black and wearing sort of a slightly heavier makeup. But for this year, I brought um, a jumpsuit. So I have a black jumpsuit with a very intricate cleavage. And uh, I, Oh, I, wow. Now, I'm, now you got me interested. It's super intricate. I'm a boob person. I need to see boobs. Ah, it's super nice. You see a lot of boobs in it. I don't know how to describe it, but it's got a like a stiff collar that's sort of high and it's sleeveless. And then there is um, uh, a cutout on the chest that shows boobs. And it's really gorgeous. I've worn it uh, twice, I think. Once in Cuba uh, for my husband's birthday and then uh, once for a girl's dinner not long ago. Woman... Didn't didn't I teach you anything? Pictures or that shit yeah. didn't happen? Yeah, go back to my scroll back to my feed oh, God. from when I was in Cuba. Can't Maybe. you just WhatsApp me the picture? Okay, no, I will WhatsApp okay. you the picture. And then I also bought a brand new white uh, jumpsuit from H and M. Believe it or not, I bought it. Uh, no, no, just I believe last it. Week. You are uh, Swedish. Yeah, exactly. Just last week, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's just that that when I tried it on, I snapped a picture, but I was slightly bloated because it was right before having my period. Now comes now <laughs> again, comes the topic again. <laughs> oh, um, but so that that's the only picture I snapped of it. But I might actually put it out because I think it's such a good bargain. It was at forty euros. Beautiful, sort of off this off the um, shoulder um collar or whatever you call it. A bit Dior style, to be frank. I think they cheated a bit. They must have looked a little bit on these old school um, uh, the off the shoulder thingy yeah yeah yeah, that's beautiful maybe I'll post it anyway including my bloating 
uh, on my stories and like that you can take a look at it so I just hesitant- put a disclaimer underneath I'm yeah. bloated yeah <laughs> bloated. <laughs> I, I also don't want to do that because at some point you want to stop apologizing for for yourself so you just want to say look I was in a dressing room it's not staged take it or leave it this is just a you know an advice if somebody wants the jumpsuit if you don't like it just go elsewhere that's yeah. it oh, yeah, exactly exactly yeah but, but that's the thing you make me want to go to h&m right now you. go yeah, yeah that no i never find anything for me i have too much boobs for them sorry it's not true you know what you went there and you bought uh two lace dresses one in white and one in and i don't know what what the other color was, was yeah it? and my no 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 i just got the white one you got the the, the, the green minty. Yeah, the, yeah yeah exactly so how is that no not, but that, that's funny. one in like five years and it's gorgeous no yeah, yeah, but it's beautiful. But that wasn't even me. That was Nico telling me, you need to buy this. <laughs> I, I don't have the patience to go there. I think there is something different about Italian H&Ms and every single other one I've seen in the world. Mm. The Italian H&Ms, I don't know who does their buying. I mean, they certainly have buyers. But um, all whole of it, it's it's very cheap looking. And it looks like something you would put on a teenager. So it doesn't really appeal to... 20 and up women uh, at least for me so I won't find the same pieces you found I will have to go online to get that but then I need to order they need to get in blah blah whatever I just lose the will to go you know exactly it cannot be that discouraging but you have to have a trained eye so I sort of like skim through everything there is there and then I pick out a few pieces that I assume are going to be fine but like you say so I I lived in Sweden so here they have excellent buyers uh, but you still you have to try everything on, which I do. In Luxembourg, it's a little bit more of a challenge, but I still seem to find stuff. So I get stuff from there. I'm happy with that. And every now and then you get this super gem, like like the um, uh, the jumpsuit I was speaking about. This uh, sounds you're hearing is me burning something in the oven. So nice, real life. I love it. I, I mm. love it too. And speaking about that, I'm going to uh, jump off. I've got to get ready to go out on town. Um, so you're just stuff. leaving me, abandoning me to myself and my half of tree. I Tell see, me, I what see. Are you, what's your plan for today? Oh, yes. I'm planning on doing the lunch thing and then washing everything up so I come home to a clean home. Then I think I want to see how my t- city is during holidays because I actually never got to see it in the last 20 years so I want to see I want to walk I want to take a walk I want to you know be comfortable and just soak it all in I want to see Christmas in Milan which is exotic to me absolutely lovely Uh, yes but please make sure that you post something on those stories of yours because I'm curious I will do that I will do that I'm gonna get ready here and head out take a look, see some friends before they travel back home to London or wherever they are. And I will make sure to be very active on stories. Please do. So everyone, Merry Christmas again from us and our homes and uh, someone who is living underneath the blankets over there. And this one burning things in the oven. So glamorous life to all of you. Yes, and to the next to the next time when you are going to suggest to us what we should be doing in terms of topics so I'm very very curious to know what people want want to know